Hello, and welcome back to your second favorite podcast featuring your two favorite people plus one extra person that comes on as a guest different in every episode. This is Second Breakfast. What? The tri- Second Breakfast of Triumvirate. Insert guest name here somewhere in the title. Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec featuring insert guest name here. The triumvirate. Woo! 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 Oh, I'm I'm in. Alec, thank you very much. <laughs> I've seen that uh the Brie Larson interview, whatever she's like, uh, I'm gonna be the first me, thank you very much. <laughs> I have not. I don't like Brie Larson. So funny. Much. I, I don't like her that much either. But that interview was definitely one of the best moments of her career. Just because of how unlikable she was in that moment. Uh, So, so okay. So, those of you listening, you may wonder, who's our guest today? Who is this Julius Caesar that we have in this triumvirate episode? Perhaps Jeff Gordon? No, but you're close. It's Victoria NASCAR Kirby. <laughs> Say hi, Victoria. Hi. Hello. <laughs> she did it. She did the thing. That's good. No, that's a that's a common theme. Is people saying if you didn't do it, I'd be actually disappointed. There was a bit of hesitation there, but she did it. Good, solid work. Thank Let's you. wait. Tell Let's... us a little bit about yourself. NASCAR Kirby. Oh, okay. Well, I am from Rockford, Illinois. Wow. And I have one older brother. And I go to Maranatha with Alec. That's where we've met, obviously. Obviously. Um, Obviously. Yeah, clearly. And I'm a dramatic productions major with a speech minor. And Uh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. That is very fun. I, I tried to, I was about to do a speech minor, as you can tell by all my um, words. That <laughs> <laughs> did not pan out. No, no, I, I just decided to, to marry my, my lovely wife, Kaylee, uh, instead mm-hmm. of pursuing speech. Ah. So I think I made the right choice. I I'm think so, too. I could be. But I'm all right. You're all right. I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah, I appreciate people who like speech and uh, are confident in being able to speak. They don't trip over their hordes, you know, like other everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep talking. Eventually something will make sense. I mean, (laughs) I chose speech as a minor because I really enjoyed high school speech keyword high school i got to college and i absolutely hated fundamentals of public speaking <laughs> oh no so we'll see where that takes me or sure, no like the future is bright exactly mm-hmm. you, places you could go with that let's how how are how are you who who wow well <laughs> I was just hoping one of you would jump on it, but we'll go with <laughs> Alec. I'm doing pretty well. This semester has been chaotic, yes. to say the least, but I've had fun with some stuff. That's true. Oh, actually, fun fact, we just finished Count of Monte Cristo last week, mm-hmm. um, which is why, once again, apologies, there wasn't an episode last week. That's on me. For a good cause. For a good cause, though. Um, County Monte Cristo. Actually, Victoria NASCAR Kirby was uh, in County Monte Cristo, and that's actually how we became friends. It's true. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Good. That's awesome. So have you done, like, a lot of acting, I guess, throughout your whole life? 
Yeah, my first play was when I was in, well, not when I was in, when I was nine years old. So whatever grade nine-year-olds are in. Um, first uh, grade, maybe? I don't know. Third? No? Second? Um, let's see. First would be six, seven. Anyway. So it would be third or fourth Yeah, yeah. around there. Um, and I've done it ever since. I think the Count of Monte Cristo was like my 28th show. Wow. Yeah. Even track. I like that. Yeah, I'm Based I'm off. I'm shooting for that thirty. Mark. <laughs> That's good. Do you sing as well, or like just more toward the acting side of things? Um, I know I, my boy Alec does more of the acting side of things. Yeah, I enjoy acting, and I enjoy singing in the shower and car, but <laughs> but funny. stage singing is not my favorite. Although I do enjoy musicals a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should just get into some of the questions. Jump right in. All right. I'm going to ask you some, some questions now. Uh, we going off your list or my list first? Go off my list. Just for FYI, um, this is a list of boyfriend questions that I pulled from the internet. So they could be fun. And if they're not good, then I'll pick a different one. But... Uh, I have run into a plethora of different problems just today um, trying to do this podcast. So everyone's going to have to just bear with me, and we're going to get through this together. It's going to be great. I would like to preface real quick. Um, so we're, we're in a study room in the library, meaning that we need to have a third person here with us because it's a guy and a girl. Um, pre- presently with us in this room uh, is uh, Victoria's boyfriend, um, Ben. <laughs> so, Ben, Ben, yeah, like Toby? No, like old Ben? No, not not that Ben. Oh. M- more like a Ben Ten style Ben, I guess. He, he's he's oh. got a cool watch. So, yeah, I see that vibe. I was wearing a green shirt too. It's true. He kind of looks like him too. Yeah. yeah. Ben 10. Like the cartoon. Yeah, this will be amazing. So anyways, I'm going to roll this dice now. Sweet. Number seven, Johnny. All right. What is your biggest fear? Ever? Ever. 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 My initial reaction is is to say tornadoes. Because... (laughs) (laughs) That's a justified thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've always, always been afraid of storms. And I still am. It's it's not okay. Um, tornadoes, but like a more realistic fear. I don't know. Something realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything realistic. Anything that's not a tornado. But yeah, tornadoes are my biggest fear. <laughs> tornadoes? Bad tornadoes aren't real. Alec, what about you? <laughs> okay okay just a thought living in the midwest like the first wednesday of every month is just oh no the tornado sirens are going off yes wait a minute it's wednesday we're good especially on cloudy days because it could actually happen like oh no but then it's okay i remember it's the first wednesday it's just the first wednesday we're good we're safe from tornadoes on the first wednesday of every month they can't hurt us <laughs> I wonder. That's that's horrible. <clears throat> I was gonna say. I wonder how many people didn't heed the warning because it was like the first Wednesday of the month, you know. And then there was a tornado, and then like a bunch of people got trapped in like a Walgreens or something. I mean, I'm sure you just use your discretion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some people just they go autopilot with their whole life. <laughs> that's sad. It is, and it's kind of fun, though, um, talking to those people. Um, Alec, what is your biggest fear? Um, I don't want to get all, like, depresso espresso on this podcast, but, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, my biggest fear is not finding someone. Dude, I knew it. So, well, I know you knew that. Here, I got a, I got... So many people you can find in Alabama that you've never even met before. 
That's not what I meant, John. <laughs> you can come out. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just keep using Walgreens. You're at a Walgreens, <laughs> like pop around the corner, you're like, I found you. <laughs> that seems like Boom. a badly written horror movie. <laughs> I found you. <laughs> oh, they, I have so many, so many people you've never even met or seen before. Wow. I don't think this is a solution to my problem, Johnny. <laughs> I don't think so. It's more of like a, a Band-Aid, but it's it's like a funny Band-Aid, you know? Like one of those Band-Aids that didn't really cover the whole area, but it was like Spongebob, so you you were, you were wanted that Band-Aid yeah. more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like that Band-Aid. <laughs> um, my, my biggest fear... Oh, uh, what is my biggest fear? Kaylee is also in the room. Uh... And Kaylee is my Ben today. Um, So she's making sure I don't say anything too crazy while I'm doing this podcast. Just like Ben is there to make sure nothing crazy happens with you guys. Uh, You know, like a tornado comes in. (laughs) Um, I mean, it is Saturday, so we could very much die by a tornado today. That's true. That's right. I mean, the clouds are out. You got that hot and cold mixture. That's what makes a tornado. Man, I got to look up now, like, what is the most likely day of the week that tornadoes happen? Well, it's not Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) They can't get you you on Wednesday. They can't get you. I feel like Um, on school nights. When I was in high school, I feel like I always wanted, like, a tornado day. Like, you would get snow days. (laughs) (laughs) But that was, like, not real. (laughs) These fears. Dude, I, I don't think I'm afraid of anything. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, that's not good. It's like, you know those people that have the uh, the thing where they can't feel pain? It's, that's like me with fear. Hmm. Wow. That's what were scary. you... Did you have a fear when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, we'll mushrooms. just upon that. Mushrooms? Yeah, mushrooms were disgusting, and I thought if I ate one, I'd probably die. Because there are poisonous <laughs> mushrooms out there. <laughs> a mushroom from Walmart, and I'm like, but what if they put a poison one in here? They don't know the difference. <laughs> they don't know the difference. <laughs> oh, I was a kid. I'm like, I like food, so I'm just gonna eat stuff and then be poisoned and die. I think that was probably the biggest thing as a kid for me, I, of just thinking that I someone had poisoned the food and they're trying to kill me. Like I thought I was important enough that someone <laughs> would try to, like want to poison and kill me. <laughs> You know, I was like, I crossed too many people. You know, I may. I <laughs> they're going to put mushrooms in here. Oh, man. Not the mushrooms. No idea. Death by mushrooms. It's, it's, it's probably happened. You can't tell me it hasn't. Um, I, 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 th- I keep thinking of the scene from uh, The Office, the Survivor Man episode, mm-hmm. where Michael goes out into the wilderness on his own to try to. Well, I say the wilderness, the quote unquote wilderness, um, the woods in Pennsylvania, the, the woods in Pennsylvania to see if he could live by himself there and just like try to survive. And he, he sees mushrooms and he's like, oh boy, I'll just eat these. And then he puts them in his mouth and Dwight like comes out of the bushes like, no, no, Michael. <laughs> it's, that's it, Joe. I... And I identify with Michael Scott quite a bit. That's what I'm saying. I'd be so foolhardy to do something like that and then die. So I guess my fear is <laughs> being too stupid for a situation that I should be smarter in. Yeah. Not socially, but like just with other things. I don't know. Let's move on to one of your questions, Alex. All right. We can do that now. Number three. Ooh. Cartoons. Oh, we were just talking about cartoons yesterday. Were we? Yeah. What cartoons? Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yes, we were talking about Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Good show. So good. It really is. It's well scripted. You know, fun fact about Phineas and Ferb. I watched this YouTube video explaining the, uh, the process of how that show was made and everything. And it was um, presented to... I can't remember if it was Disney or Cartoon Network at the time, but one of the big, big TV show um, peoples, um, like years before it actually came out. Hmm. 
And um, when it was presented, it was pretty much identical to, to how we see it now. You know, these two kids spend their summer building a whole bunch of different crap. And then by the end of the episode, it disappears. But also in each episode, their pet platypus is actually a secret agent yes. going against, you know, this evil scientist. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was pushed off for so long was because on paper, it sounds like a terrible show. Mm-hmm. Like, each episode is the exact same thing over and over and over again. And so on paper, it just seems like this will barely last a season. Mm-hmm. You know? And so they went through like a, this long process of, of, you know, actually getting this show on Disney. And by the time they did, it was it like blew up. Like Phineas and Ferb is so funny it's because it's so simple and they've done so much with it. A lot of other shows too, just with its humor, you mm-hmm. know, and that's not always the case. A lot of times it's just, you know, like squirrels in my pants, but you know, <laughs> yes, uh, it's, it's a good show. It's it soft. you can watch one random episode and be like, ah, yes, Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they yeah. tie so tie in so many different things that, like, we relate to. Because mm-hmm. I remember one episode, it's, like, a crime episode, and they're trying to, like, find some missing thing. And they tie in, like, all these old crime TV shows. Like, mm. Hawaii Five-O and what's the Miami one? Miami Vice? Yes. <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> And I just, it's it's good, solid. Mm-hmm. Doctor Doofenshmirtz is the most, maybe one of, if not the most, underappreciated villains in, I think, any media. Like, <clears throat> you you know you know how there's that meme of. I can't remember. I think it might be Ellie from The Last of Us. But it's like, um, it said like, um, give me someone who went through more pain than her or something like that. (laughs) And then it's just Dr. Doofenshmirtz. (laughs) Like, his family didn't show up for his own birth. birth. (laughs) He was raised by ocelots. He had to wear hand-me-up clothing. He... (laughs) He his his only friend was a balloon with a face on it that left him. It, that left him. Um, <laughs> his father forced him to be a lawn gnome when they lost theirs. Yep. And then they always wore bags on their faces when they walked out, so they yeah. didn't know that they were his parents. Oh my gosh! And so much, and that that that's that's just like the small bits, like. Like, the overarching theme is his brother and his mom's relationship, which is very sad. It's horrible. You know, and uh, he just wants to take, he just wants to take over, not even the whole world, just the simple tri-state area. And he can't even do that. It's it's sad. It wasn't his brother a politician. His brother was the mayor. Yeah, so it's so funny. But when you think about it, like, the tri-state area and then like to rule the tri-state area his brother is yeah tri-state yeah. area <laughs> just like as a politician it's so funny like his, his own family is doing it what he wants to aspire to do but he's mm-hmm. just doing it in a completely different way with completely different means it's just interesting i never thought about it like that you ever hear the theory that um Phineas is actually Dr. Doofenshmirtz's son. Yes. What? So. Because there's one episode. So, so here's here's the thing. So you know how Phineas and Ferb are stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ferb and his dad are from England, and then Phineas, Candace, and his mom, you know, from America and everything, and they ended up getting married, and so that's that's the story. There's an episode, though, where uh, there's a flashback and Phineas's mom and Dr. Doofenshmirtz are on a date. Ooh. Yep. At like some at like a drive in movie theater or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's funny because like you know ferb looks like his dad you know they both have like the f style face yeah. mm-hmm. um but phineas he he has like he the weird like triangle he has a weird triangle face but neither candace nor his mom have that whereas if you look at dr doofenshmirtz there's a bit of a triangle there true. and you got the mechanics yeah you, you got the, the inventions yeah the inventions you know the genius yeah. portion of it i mean I say genius. Um, Dr. Doofenshmirtz. The carbon footprint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's crazy. It is. Yeah. And I think there's some there's some probably legitimacy to that. Yeah. You, can you think of any other uh, cartoons that are just, you know, a tier above the rest? I think immediately of Avatar The Last Year. Oh, Bender. for That's sure. That's what I was going to say. Because it's just so good. The storytelling so good. The animation is just, like, nice, you know? And it can vary, which mm-hmm. I like, too. You know, you can have, like, the little bubbly arms that are, like, waving all around and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes, man, that can be nice. Here's a question. What are your guys' favorite characters in Avatar The Last Airbender? Sokka. Um, I'm also going to say Sokka. I like Toph. That's understandable. I love when she's um, putting up the posters. And she's <laughs> like, of course I can do it. And she slaps it on the wall, but it's upside down because she's blind. It's also backwards. Yes. <laughs> and she says, it's upside down, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the one where they uh, wrote the... I think it was like Toph was... I don't know. <laughs> gambling or something like that <laughs> yeah Aang <laughs> and Sokka came up and they were like here this, this letter from top or something like that or i like um i forget who she, like they're hating on somebody and she's like well i think you look nice and then there's like an awkward pause <laughs> well thank you i hate when you do that <laughs> when they're like flying over most of the jokes just flying jokes which is so bad they got every single time when they're looking for the library in the desert uh-huh. like, there it is uh, that's what it'll sound like when one of you spots it <laughs> oh, I feel like man. if I was blind I would want to be like that yeah you would be like that exactly <laughs> um, but what I love about Toph is um, in the Ember Island Players episode, when they go see the play of themselves, um, Toph is like, you know, the huge, muscly dude. He's okay. like, my name is Toph, because it sounds like Toph <laughs> and everything. And like, you know, it's funny to watch. But also when you actually get into the reasons why Toph is a super muscly dude in the play. It's because when the dude who wrote the play was going around seeking information about the characters, nobody wanted to tell him that they were beat up by a short blind girl. <laughs> so they lied and said it was a huge muscly guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. It's like if you would go back and the guy that's recording all of this stuff, he has to interview people mm-hmm. that. You know, had interacted with them or seen them at some point. And so then you think about all the things that they must have said. I like that they made Aang, like, all effeminate and stuff. <laughs> I'm an incurable prankster. <laughs> oh, man. Avatar State. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, man. If you have not seen that show, definitely try to take some time out of your busy life. Three seasons, it is 100% worth it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. The jokes are great. It might take a little bit to understand kind of the world, but they do a good job in world building. Mm -hmm. Hoping you understand the rules of everything. And character development Mm -hmm. is just phenomenal in the show. It is. Yeah, you start off absolutely hating some people and being very annoyed with them. And then by the third season, you're like, they're such good characters. Like, they're all so good. The two people I think with the best character development in the show, Sokka and Zuko. Mm-hmm. Sokka and Zuko. Yeah. I think Zuko's top for me. 
Yeah. Yeah, Zuko has the the best character development. Sokka. Spoiler warning ahead. If you have not seen this show and you want to see this show, I highly recommend if you have not seen this show, don't listen to this next part. Skip ahead to minute 32 or something. And then... <laughs> um, but man, yeah, his turn from being just obsessed with finding Aang to then joining him and helping him defeat you know his own father it's just so cool mm-hmm. like it's just so cool the fire lord is voiced by mark hamill mark luke skywalker I just, the yeah. joker wow right like so good so so good you know speaking of uh the joker and mark hamill being the joker another one of those shows that i freaking love is Batman the Animated Series. I did not think you were going to say that. What were you going to say? What did you think I was going to say? Well, I was going to say the Justice League would be up there on the cartoon list for me. I would would put Batman the Animated Series before Justice League. Yeah. um, Purely because... Not not because Justice League is bad. Mm -hmm. Freaking love Justice League. And Justice League Unlimited. Oh, Justice League Unlimited is just like a... Mm, I can't explain it. It's so good. It's just good. Um, but Batman the Animated Series, <clears throat> I would put above those two shows um, for no other reason than how much that show helped create and establish the world of the Batman mythos. Mm. Um, because, you know, it expounded upon so many characters it created Harley Quinn, which is now like a huge fan favorite. Oh yeah. And not only that, it helped establish and actually I would say create um <clears throat> my favorite Batman villain, uh Mr. Freeze. Yes. Before before Batman the Animated Series, which was in like the nineties, before that. Mr. Freeze was one of those really goofy Batman villains that was just sort of like, you know, I'm going to freeze all of Gotham and steal all the money. I'm Mr. Freeze. (laughs) What killed the dinosaurs, Batman? The Ice Age. Freeze. You know, it's like one of those Batman villains that just like was there with a goofy concept. Yeah. But Batman the Animated Series just completely rewrote him Mm -hmm. and he is i would say the only batman villain that you actually care for and feel for him um i watched this youtube series um i say series it was like a i can't remember if it was like just one video that was like really long or if there were three videos to it but basically this guy was explaining through because mr freeze was only in like three or four Batman the Animated Series episodes, including a movie called Sub-Zero. I remember that. But through those episodes in that movie, Mr. Freeze, it went through his character development. And he's only in those three three or four of, like, the whole four-season show. Um... But each episode went through a different bit of his character and why he does what he does. And honestly, I think that, you know, the the very first episode um, has, like, the best name for it. It's called Heart of Ice. And it's like, if you know Mr. Freeze, oh my gosh, that's just like, it's crushing. Because if if you don't know Mr. Freeze, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down exactly what happens in his backstory because I'm I'm just so passionate about this. He's amazing. Um, so Mr. Freeze was a uh he, he was he was a scientist, right? Mm-hmm. And he was studying cryogenics. Um, his wife Nora, um, got really sick, really sick to the point where it not save her and so working with cryogenics i can't remember if that was what would heal her or if he just wanted to freeze her until he found something that would heal her yeah i think it was he was trying to put her in like a stasis 
so that way he could figure it out later. Right. Um, and so he, he does that and, and it's fine. You know, he freezes her. Everything's fine. But then his boss comes in, you know, yelling at him, say, hey, what you're doing is illegal. You can't do this. Um, I don't on the care. On your wife. He's like, I, I, I don't care about your wife. I, I don't I don't. It's what you're doing is is wrong. We're not funding this. And but through all, all of that, you know, uh, through all, all everything happening, like busting in and everything, there was some uh, there was I, it was like an explosion or something, some kind of, you know, bunch of machines broke and busted and stuff. And essentially the machine that Nora was frozen in got busted. So Mr. Freeze couldn't, um, you know, save her. So she's completely frozen now forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also got some of this uh, cryogenic chemicals on him. So now that, so now he can only live in sub-zero temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from then, Basically, he just wants to get revenge on uh, his boss. And that was what Heart of Ice is about. And then every episode after that, you know, is just more of his story and why he does things. Um, but, like, ultimately, sure, he, he goes about it the wrong way. But ultimately, the reason why he he does the, these villainous deeds is for love. Aww. It's such a good character. <laughs> and that's the only reason I rob and, you know, steal things is for love as well. Mm-hmm. Held up a couple banks. Yeah. Yeah. Shot a couple of ladies. Yeah. It happens. It happens. You do what you can for love is what I'm trying to say. It do be like that sometimes. <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. Yeah. What's the worst thing you've ever done for love? <laughs> you, you first nascar <laughs> all right you so first nascar got him <laughs> wait no no no. We'll, we'll depart from this awkward uh question and we will ask why because because this was baited to me at the beginning of this conversation and i wanted to find out uh why your middle name is nascar okay so um it was i think Build gas. <laughs> tech rehearsal of count of monte cristo um I have, so, like, you know, when you're trying to get to know people, you ask them, like, random questions. So I asked Alec what his middle name was, and he said, you first. And so I said, no, <laughs> like you do. <laughs> As one does. And then, um, anyway, we got on the topic of guessing each other's middle names, and he gave me some clues to his, and I gave him some clues to mine. And I said that I was named after a popular racetrack. My- to which I said... NASCAR. <laughs> when, like in reality, my first name is Victoria, trying to lead him to the appropriate middle name, which do you yet know my middle name? It's NASCAR. Okay, yes, you're right. My father named me NASCAR. <laughs> my, my dad is a big car guy, so yeah, he named me after a popular racetrack. Victoria Kentucky Derby. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, your middle name is... Kentucky? Yes. Like the state? Are you asking me in like a, a genuine question? Like, do you really think my middle name is Kentucky? Well, I'm going to keep calling you NASCAR either way. Okay. So. Well, no, it's not Kentucky. Good. Better than bluegrass. <laughs> true. <laughs> this is true. So anyway, some of the clues that I gave her as to my middle name was that, um, you know, five letters. Um, starts with a B. Starts with a B. And did I say two syllables? One. No, one syllable. One syllable. Yeah. <laughs> but then she says Brian. What? So... <laughs> okay, it had been a long week. I, I That's all I got. So, yeah, now we greet each other with a brotherly Brian and NASCAR salute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the contact photos in her phone. Um, oh yeah, so so, I, I got her photo number. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna put your contact photo as Lightning McQueen, <laughs> and I said you should put my contact photo as Chick Hicks. So he's now the only person in my phone with a contact photo. 
and it's good sugar. Who who is the person that you've met in life that actually puts photos to faces on their contacts? Like, have you met anyone like that? I, I do that. I have. Yeah, I have. I don't personally, but I know quite a few. But do you guys do that? I I put. I put pictures uh, for contacts, not not necessarily a picture of their face, but pictures of something that reminds me of them, i.e., you know, Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Um, and all my costumes for the Count of Monte Cristo were red also. Right. That's she, kind of what must... led it down the path of Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. Um, no headlights because the track is always lit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Johnny, I think my picture for you is just a picture of you with like holding your thumb up. Um, That's a good picture of me. Yeah. Um, let's see. My dad's picture is Captain America's shield. My your mom's. Is, I think it's Obi Wan Kenobi, Lego Star Wars Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. My mom's is Anne of Green Gables. Interesting. Um, I just found out. News. Sorry. Um, Kaylee also has pictures for every person in her phone, pretty much. So that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, is that crazy? Green Gables. Yeah, my mom really likes Anna Green Gables, so I'm just like, all right, contact photo Anna Green Gables. Which one? The good one. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, are- you know. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. All so. those books that were turned into movies are actually kind of freaky. You know what I mean? What was that one about the girl who had like psychic powers? Who Stranger was- Things. No. <laughs> you guessed it. it was the predecessor to that. Uh, she got psychic powers, and she like there was a boy who ate a bunch of chocolate cake. And Matilda? Matilda? Yes. I love Matilda. It's <laughs> oh, a good, good, and that was a good, good movie. It was so scary, though. <laughs> There's your fear. There's your is Matilda. <laughs> your your biggest fear is Matilda. I'm going to type in Matilda mushrooms. I'm going to see if there's a correlation. It's, it's the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> So yeah, Ew. NASCAR. That's it. Um, you want to roll a dice again? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number nineteen, Johnny. Um. Okay. <laughs> I think we'll just go with this one. I Is can't it really, number 19? Well, I can't really go with that one. Ah. Don't worry. Here, wait. Read it, and then I'll edit it out. <clears throat> Fine. Are you lying about something right now? Like, are you, what, right are, what do you mean? Are you lying to someone about something about you right now? Are you trying to show face for something? That's crazy. I, I don't understand the question. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the right now? Yeah, like right now. Did you tell someone you like their sweater, but you didn't? Oh, so that's okay. Overhead of like your whole life right now? I mean. No? No. Are you sure about that? I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't think so. You're a pretty honest guy. You feel like you're a pretty honest dude? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so too for me. Yeah. What about you, Victoria? Are you lying to people? <laughs> nope. I, I don't. You a liar? <laughs> no, I am not. I would not call myself a liar. Got him. That's what liars say. That is. But at this point, there's no pleading a good case because if I'm not lying, you know what liars say. You know, um, this reminds me one time I went to. Uh, this was a while ago. I went to you know junior church camp, you know, um, as one does when they're when they're a little little Baptist boy. Um, 
and uh, we went went there. And at this point, you know, at the camp that we went to, um, this point in time, they would during like the morning chapel services, they would split up. You know, guys go to this one and the girls go to that one. Um, and uh, my youth pastor at the time was the one who uh, gave this uh, this chapel message, and um, we. Uh, he, he taught us a little song. Hmm. Uh, the song goes like this. <clears throat> revelations, Revelations, 21-8, 21-8. Liars go to hell, liars go to hell. Burn, 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 burn. I knew that one too. You did know that yeah. one? Yeah. No way. Yeah. I had a like a second grade teacher that taught me that song. <laughs> <laughs> which i feel like is not what second grade teachers should do but i yes and so um something that we could do throughout the week is during the evening chapel services we were allowed to you know either sing solos or group specials or whatever and so my cabin you know we're all joking like hey we should sing the revelations 21 8 song wouldn't that be <laughs> funny and everything but we didn't do funny that, but we didn't do it because we thought, no, that wouldn't be right. Then literally the next day, this other group of boys like got up, like a full, just got up and started singing that song. And we're just like, what the heck? Like, we should have jumped on this train. <laughs> <laughs> that was our idea first. They were... uh, I want to say burn, burn, burn. And. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, I used to be like a perpetual liar for sure back in like sixth grade, like just perpetually on stuff that didn't even matter. It's like, hey, Johnny, do you like marshmallows? And immediately, whatever the truth was, I just did the absolute opposite. <laughs> like, oh, I hate marshmallows. <laughs> I hate them so much. Never give me marshmallows. You know, stuff that would benefit me if I said things otherwise. They're like, all right, no s'more for you. I'm like, oh, steak. <laughs> no, I got to figure out a way to get a s'more. <laughs> but like, <laughs> for Johnny, you don't like marshmallows. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love them now. You know, I don't like peeps. peeps. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, Marshmallows, like marshmallows, are good. They're not like great, but 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 they're good, you know. Peeps are like marshmallows, but a bit more stale. Yes, covered in sugar. Yep. And I don't like it. You don't have to expose me like this. Whoa, Oh yeah, you like peeps? I do. I do indeed <laughs> like peeps. Goodness. I know, which is weird because like. I have really, really bad teeth. Like, <laughs> sugar destroys them. And that's what a peep is. It's just straight sugar. But I feel like I've always kind of liked them. And I don't know why. They and don't like, even taste and good. Yes, and like, I, I understand. I just... Logically, I should not like them. But here we are. I should logically not be afraid of tornadoes. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, peeps are... They're gross. I don't know who made them. I don't know why they keep making them. There's just there's stale marshmallows covered in sugar that don't even taste good. Like yeah. <laughs> what? For you though, now I trust that you're not a liar because no person <laughs> who would tell <laughs> no self-respecting person would admit to liking peeps unless they actually liked them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I can trust you now. I can trust right, you. Good. I'm so something good came from a peep bonding i yeah. guess <laughs> what's your darkest secret i like peeps <laughs> oh. Oh. alec let's uh let's do one of yours okay tell you what mm -hmm. last week or not last week our last episode I rolled the dice and we landed on uh, alternate universes and timelines, but yes. we didn't have time to do that. Oh. So uh, 
I'm wondering, should we like stick with the dice and like, or sorry, should we respect the dice and do alternate universes and timelines now? Or say this is a new episode, let's do something else. I think we could make it interesting and say if you roll a 10 to a 20, we'll do it. But if you roll a 1 to a 9, we'll do one of the questions 1 to 9. Like whatever question it lands on 1 to 9. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Sweet. Okay. I'm, I'm just letting you know, though, that you're... Uh... Your calculations make it. Oh, it's not, oh. It's not 50 50. Oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it'd be 11 to 20. Here we go. Hope for a 10. <laughs> what is that? Okay. It's actually really funny because I rolled a nine. Oh. But number nine is alternate universes and timelines. <laughs> it has spoken. The dice have spoken. <laughs> that is great. All right. Boom. Let's, let's do it. Okay. So alternate universes and timelines. So one of the interesting alternate timeline universes happens at some point where a big event typically diverges, making a completely different world path. There have been a lot of shows that have delved into this concept. I think A Man in a High Tower, A Man in the High Tower is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to do with um, the Nazis winning the war and then people in America dealing with the politics and the fallout of that years later, right? Mm-hmm. So that's an example of like an alternate timeline in a universe kind of living in that uh, alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. So... You were going to say something, Esco. So, that depict an alternate timeline of events that you would want to live in and that you would not want to live in. I think a man in a high tower is one I would not want to live in. Mm-hmm. NASCAR, you were going to say something. No, I was just, he answered the question. I was going to say, okay. like, that's a broad thing. Okay. And I was, yeah. yeah, so I, I was just trying to narrow it down sure. a little to, like, timelines that exist uh, and then ones that you would want to live in and not want to live in. Okay. Timeline I would want to live in. Boom. Let me just get this straight off the bat. Um, the future original version of Back to the Future. The future original version. Yeah. So, like, not the one where I think, what's his name? Buzz becomes like the dictator or whatever. But, like, the good future and Back to the Future. That's the timeline I want. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The one yeah. Where- yeah. And it's Biff. By the way, I knew it started with a B. Yeah. Um, so, so not not what is that your middle name? Yeah, yeah. My middle (laughs) name's Biff. Don't do that. Look, you said NASCAR. Um. So not the one from Back to the Future Two when Biff becomes Donald Trump. Yes. No. Not that one. But the one from Back to the Wait, which Back to the Future? I have no idea. Okay. We're, we're going to... Uh, Back to the Future timeline goes like this. Marty McFly is in the 80s. His life kind of sucks. Okay? Doc says, hey, I built a time machine. Let's go back in time. And he's like, okay. So Marty goes back in time to the 50s where he meets his parents. But then... Because he met his parents, he starts disappearing. And he's like, no, don't want to do that. So he tries to get his parents back together again. Because if not, there would be like a weird ancestral relationship with his mom. Um, (laughs) And so, um, you know, he fixes it, fixes the timeline, gets his parents back together. He goes back to the future, if you will. Um, (laughs) And uh, his life is actually pretty good because his parents are actually doing better because he encouraged his dad to, like, take that leap of faith and publish his books. And he's a best-selling author now. So now Marty's life is great. And then Doc, at the end, he's like, Marty, I just came back from the future, uh, if you will. Um, And let's go to the future of 2015 
because your kids are in trouble. And Marty's like, okay, I guess. Uh, so they go to the future and, you know, I, they do something there for like a hot second. Can't remember exactly what they accomplished. But in the meantime, uh, Marty's like, oh, look, a sports almanac telling me who all wins and who all loses. I'm going to take this back in time, uh, get rich off of it. But um, he puts it in his car and then old man Biff from 2015. He's like, nah, I'm going to steal this time machine and bet all my money on on sports stuff, which is where they go back in time to the eighties. And then that's when uh present day Biff is all Donald Trumpy. Right. Yep. And so Marty then has to go to back to the fifties again, um, to try to take the almanac before Biff can, uh, <clears throat> you know, get, uh, get bet on all them sports and stuff. Yeah. And that's back to the future too. He accomplishes that. But as Doc is going to pick him up in the time machine, Doc gets struck by lightning in the car and travels way back in time to the 1880s, um, cowboy days. And Marty's all like, oh, no, now I'm stranded in the 50s. So he goes to 50s Doc and he's like, hey, I need you to build me a time machine real quick so that I can go back to the 1880s to um, get Doc back. Uh, uh, present day doc well future doc if you will um and 50s doc is like okay um let's do this thing so um he sends marty back to the 1880s cowboy days you know and that was pretty cool i guess and then they end up building a time traveling train um so they fixed the delorean right they're, they're in the 1880s, and they fixed the DeLorean, okay? But in order for it to get up to 88 miles per hour, they need a train to push it. And so they take the train and push it, but Doc doesn't get there in time, and so he just stays in the 1880s because he falls in love with a the girl there. But um, <clears throat> Marty ends up getting back to the 1980s, so he's all good and everything. Um, and then at the very end, uh, Doc comes back with a time-traveling train, and his wife and kids, Jules and Vern. Um, and, I mean, it was kind of a dumb ending because he says, oh, the future hasn't been written yet. And it's just like, well, okay, then what's the point of even going to the future in the first place? But, you know, this is a good show. Movie series. <laughs> it was, from what I remember. I haven't seen it in a long time. So, anyways... <laughs> which 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 timeline were you a fan of, John? <laughs> the original one that he stole the the cards from, or the the almanac of. Oh, the twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. With like the flying cars and yeah, the the cool and the hoverboard. Jaws nineteen. Yes. The hoverboard. Okay, the hoverboard and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I would have a hoverboard, man. He's so cool. Wow, that was a long process just to get that answer. Yeah. Wow. It do be like that sometimes. It do be do. Anyways, what's a timeline that you would want to hang out in Um, NASCAR? Of like any, there's just so many different types of timelines. Because, like, every show, it seems like, delves into a little bit of time travel just for, like, a new thing to do in that show. Because even, like, Community, you know, mm-hmm. have you ever seen? Yeah, it, the, yeah, with yeah. all, like, the good yeah. Ovid and the bad yes. Ovid. Yeah. The, this is the darkest timeline. <laughs> and he's got the beard. <laughs> the goatee. Yes. Uh, um, that's, that's so good. That is a good one. Um, I don't know. I personally just... I wouldn't want to live there, but I personally really like Flashpoint. Oh, yes. Um, But I, I don't know that I would want to live there because, you know, the Atlanteans flood everything. Yeah. But, I mean, it gets fixed in the end, technically. Um, when I read that for the first time, I was really scared of the skinny Superman. Oh, yeah. He's sickly, and it's kind of freaky. Yeah. If you haven't read Flashpoint Paradox or seen the movie, essentially what happens is... Um, Flash's mom 
does not die. Well, he or, we gotta explain how he gets there. He runs so fast he that runs, he runs back in time. Yeah, he runs so fast that he runs back in time. And he shows up at like the police station, and his mom is there, and he's like, "Hello." Yeah, and she's not dead. Yes. Um, and you're like, wait a second, what? And then you find out that the whole world is different because, you know, like his, everything. everything's different. Like, my favorite part about it is the fact that um, Bruce Wayne is the one that died instead of Dead his of parents, him. Thomas and Martha. At which point, Thomas grieves by becoming Batman. Mm-hmm. Martha grieves by going insane and becoming the Joker. Very well. So good. And um and Superman lands in Russia and is kidnapped, correct? Not kidnapped, no, but he's that's, taken. I think that's a different maybe. One. Well either you're, way, either way that's it's a capsule. Superman, isn't it? Yes, yes, um, you're right. I think Yeah, so. yeah. Red but Sun is, is when he's in he Russia. Taken. He he's taken and, by the government, I yes. believe, and done experiments on, and he's like a really sick Well, because like, like the of Superman is he gets like big by the sun, but since they right. kept him like underground, he's like, um, what's that cartoon book um, that just popped in my head? That's what he reminded me of. Um, Flat Stanley. Flat Stanley. Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't say it made sense, but that's what it reminds you of. Basically, he's he's like he's like Gollum, kind of mm-hmm. like that skinny. Yeah. Um, like literally skin and bones, like. Yeah. But it's crazy because he's still, you know, super, like super strong man. and everything. Yeah. So it's just kind of... Because, like, the purpose of that, like, because Wonder Woman and Aquaman are fighting over something that I... Um, Wonder Woman and Aquaman they're fighting over... fell in love with each other, right? The uh, the Amazons and yes. the um, Atlanteans, Atlanteans um, were, like in peace or whatever but then you know aquaman cheated on his wife with wonder woman yes and then but then she kills yeah yeah wonder woman kills aquaman's wife mira and so then they go out into an all-out war between the amazons and the atlanteans and end up flooding the earth or something well kind of yes so the flash shows up and he's like super confused on why all of this is happening and then he goes find and finds superman and brings him into the light Mm mm-hmm into the light. <laughs> but yeah, that's about the majority of it. Yeah. And if it doesn't make sense to you because like you're thinking, well, how can, <laughs> you know, one event basically change everything, not just moving forward but also moving backward because, you know, Flash's mom not dying happened well after the Batman incident. Yes. Yeah. And basically the, the explanation that it gave is like, um, this turning point was less of a, here's a drift in the timeline and more of a sonic boom. Yeah. That just sort of like, rippled, you out. Know, rippled out in every direction throughout time. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is one that I enjoy. I wouldn't want to live there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A neat story. <laughs> yeah, it's well thought out. Yeah. What about you, Alec? Hmm. What about me? Hmm. I'm trying to think of the different timelines from Avengers Endgame, um, because. You know, in, in Endgame, what they ended up doing... Uh, spoilers if you haven't, you know, seen it. But, I mean, like, it's been out for a year or so It's now. your own fault. So, um, you know, they go back in time to collect the different stones. Um, the different... Uh, all, all six Infinity Stones. And um, in order to do that, it, it, it what doesn't happen is they don't change time. Mm-hmm. They just create different timelines with those stones being gone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what's, what the Loki show is going to be about is um, <clears throat> because during one of those timelines, you know, they go back in time to the events of uh, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. 
But when they do that, Loki ends up stealing the Tesseract after he's defeated and vanishing. Um, and so the Loki show is going to be about his side of the story post that. So alternate dimension Loki. Um, um, so that's interesting. But I'm trying to think of like the other timelines that there were through that. <laughs> that's a 10 yeah um <clears throat> tell I you what i'm actually not whole... gonna... what no what did you say i was gonna say out of all the timelines my favorite one is where cap gets with peggy and they live out the rest of their days yeah yeah adorable um oh oh no shoot hang on i just remembered this that timeline uh with the avengers you know, the first avengers film um I just love the idea that in that timeline now, all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that are secretly HYDRA think that Captain America is HYDRA when he's actually very much not. Yes, yes. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America gets in the elevator, just like... <laughs> Hail Hydra. They're like, okay, you're cool. And so now literally all of the Hydra agents that are that are you know pretending to be shield, they're just like, oh no, Captain America's cool. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they go like another one of them goes up to him like during lunch or something. He's like sits down but you know in front of Captain America's like, Oh hey, how's your chocolate milk? Cap's like, oh, it's pretty great. He's like, Yeah, by the way. Cap just punches him. <laughs> Get this man out of here. <laughs> What'd you say to me? Oh my gosh. Or no, Captain America just laughs it off. Like, haha, funny joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <sighs> yeah, no, that's... I, I, just, I just want to see that play out. And I don't know if they're actually going to do anything with that in the movies mm -hmm. or TV shows and whatnot. I but... don't know if they really can. Yeah. Chris yeah. Evans being like, doses. Yeah. That's but... fair. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think I think that's that's all the time that we have for today. Yeah. Gonna, mm -hmm. gonna be a, a butt to edit, but... Uh... <laughs> You know, it do be like that sometimes. It do be like that sometimes. It do be, it do be, it do be, do. Um, so, um, NASCAR, is there anything you want to plug? Um, no. No? Nothing? No, um... Projects or plays or anything that you're like, oh man, people should see this or look at this or buy this from me. Because or even like, you know, social media or something you want to plug? Like, uh... No, I don't think so. Sorry. Is there something that I should? Am I forgetting something? No. If you don't have a merch store already, then how are people going to be able to buy, you know, NASCAR products? I guess they'll just have to go to, like, what, NASCAR.com or something like that? <laughs> NASCAR.com. Yeah, NASCAR I don't think that will lead you. But I do, I was brought to memory um, for a class. I do have a blog. It is called Inner Beauty Outward Style. And... Hmm. Yeah. Give it a look give up. It, give it a scroll. See, boom. That's that's good. That's advertising. You're you're getting people to maybe uh, take a look at that. So that's awesome. There you go. Uh, uh, Johnny, do you got anything to unplug? Joe Crusher's the name. No space. Just J O E C R U S H E R S I N G song. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Crusher on YouTube. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Um. Also, make sure you follow the uh, podcast Instagram page, which I still have not done hardly anything for that. But um, over the course of the summer, stuff will be done on that. That's right. I promise. Also, Alex, because... announce how many we have left of episodes in this season. Okay. So in this season, um, following this episode – there's going to be three episodes left, I believe. Yes. Um, 
and then that'll be the end of the season. We already have something planned for the season finale, and it's going to be a good one. That's right. Um, Johnny, do, do, do you want to explain why or no? Yes, actually. So get your uh, bootstraps strapped because we will be having my wife on, Kaylee, Leslie, and also her best friend, Kayla. So it's going to be one for the ladies. One so, remember. So, so this this triumvirate is actually going to be a quadumvirate. We'll 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 work. We'll <laughs> fix it in post. <laughs> Triangles are more structurally sound. Just they as, are. You know, we're going to try it with a quad. We we're so grateful for all of the guests that have come on the show so far. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that we've been graced with NASCAR's presence. Like that's just that's huge. I hope that catches on. I do too. It's a great it, nickname. Yeah, it's better. Cause that's oh right. shoot, I forgot. Haiku time. <gasps> okay. Um, I have a cute dog. My cute dog's name is a dog. She is a nice dog. Good. Season one will end in three more episodes now. (laughs) Have fun. Take care. Thanks. (laughs) I don't know the rules. Oh, goodness. Okay. Haiku. Five, seven, then five. Oh, goodness. We've discussed that, Brian. I don't know. Listen, you've seen Avatar. Five, seven, then five syllables mark a haiku. Remarkable oaf. Hmm. That wasn't towards you. That was towards Saka. I know that wasn't towards me. (laughs) Uh, 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 I don't even know what... Just five syllables. I don't know. Speak into the phone. Speak into the phone. I am a woman. Okay. I am a woman. Uh, mm, I got to get seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't like this. <laughs> One more syllable and you got it. That's the seven. Wait, no, you already got the seven. What, what'd she say? No, I don't like this. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't like, like this. this. Thanks. Uh, no, that was one too many. Was it? Hang on. I don't know. No. I don't like. I don't like this. I'm not good. Good. Okay. So five more. Yep. Yep. Uh, never, never make it again. No. <laughs> never make haikus. Haikus. <laughs> Never make haikus. Okay. Can I just like switch them and make them one syllable? No, just never make haikus. All right, cool. Do I gotta say it all again? I mean, normally yes. Okay. This has been a little painful. Yeah. We're yeah. Um, do you understand the rules that you have to leave? Her name is NASCAR. She was a good guest today. She have fun. Thank you. Bye. That's that's. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, you know what they say. Not everybody can be good at high cues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. Have fun. Bye. Triumvirate.